0: Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast and the founder of MBAschool.com. I'm excited today because I have a wonderful cast of students and student leaders from uh, the UCLA Anderson School of Management. Um, I am a Tar Heel alum, but um, both my sister and her husband are Anderson alums. So Anderson is always top of mind for me. and So I'm delighted to have uh, the Anderson fam here on with me on this podcast. I got a great crew. Um, And we're going to jump right in Um, today, what we're going to talk about is um, diversity, equity and inclusion, particularly on MBA campuses and specifically at Anderson. Um, And I have a wonderful group of student leaders who are going to talk about that, as well as um, we're going to give you a little preview of what's to come uh, for some events they have coming up, uh, which are really exciting. I don't want to steal their thunder, so I won't say too much, Um, but let's start right now just with intros. And so the first person I see is Rosa. So uh, Rosa, would you mind introducing yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having us, Al. This is really exciting. Uh, My name is Rosa Segura. Uh, I am a second-year full-time MBA at UCLA Anderson, and I am the president of the Alliance for Latinx Management at Anderson, and that's an organization that's really looking to advocate for the needs of Latinx students on campus.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Rosa. Uh, Jonavi, how about you? Why don't you go next?
2: Yeah, Um, so my name is Jonavi. I am also a second year full-time MBA student. Um, I'm the president of the Women's Business Connection at Anderson, which is an organization dedicated to supporting other women and uh, creating a sense of belonging.
3: Great, thank you. Uh, How about you, Galen? Sure, thanks, Al. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, thanks for having us. Uh, my name is Galen Lamell Brown. I am Vice President of Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion uh, for the Anderson Student Association. Uh, so I get to work with all of these uh, beautiful people and student leaders on campus uh, in terms of all uh, equity, diversity, and inclusion initiatives.
0: Great, thank you. And Austin, why don't you take us home?
4: What's going on? Thanks for having me. Um, really excited to be here. Uh, so I'm also a second year MBA student at Anderson and I am the co-president of the Black Business Students Association at Anderson and we're not a Genndi club just focused on fostering a black community here at Anderson as long as fostering a good allyship as well.
0: That's great. Thank you. Um, so let's just jump right in and Austin I see you first so I'm going to start with you. Uh, so as many prospective students may know um student clubs are often kind of a really good uh really driving force behind uh the nba experience right in terms of bringing people together um education programming events etc um so maybe start with you um you know in what way um, does your club really help uh really help foster that diverse and inclusive and equitable um environment um specifically at anderson
4: yeah no clubs um identity clubs at, at anderson are just so so important to creating such a great experience for our students. Um, and if you think about it, you know, we all worked in different companies, like so it's akin to like a you know a networking group uh, where you need some somewhere, like a community, a support system, a consortium of people just to kind of help you out, be there for you, and feel like you belong and are represented. And so that's what we are at BBSA um, at Anderson. It's just a great organization where you know, whether it's, you know, we kind of do events across three different areas, um, you know, social, professional, and then community, and all to kind of foster this, um, you know, being Black at Anderson, uh, you know, let's hang out together, let's have a good time together. Um, and so, you know, and also our allies, like our allies are really important stronghold uh, within BBSA. And, you know, because they're, we don't, you know, we're not a strong in numbers necessarily from, you know, in terms of black students at Anderson, you know, we really need in, in our allies and um, we need that support. And so, um, you know, I could talk to a couple of events that we've done. Um, one of the highlights that we did last year, is we hosted a, um, you know, what it means to be black town hall put on by BBSA. And this was kind of after the, you know, the protests um, that were sweeping the nation back in June. And it was just, we weren't even going to do it, just a good amount of work, but we came to the the realization that it's really important to just talk to our students and just level set and, and, you know, have an outlet to really speak our minds. And so we had almost like 300 of our fellow students join and just talked about, you know, different experiences we've had um, at Anderson, what it means to be Black, and just the support that we had from our allies and just from the entire Anderson community, from administration down was just um super awesome so many different things have come from that you know meeting to, to different initiatives that Galen is helping us lead um to um book clubs and stuff like that so that's just something that's really that you know when I came to Anderson these are kind of the things that like I would invi- some long lines things that I would envision would happen in terms of equi- equitable and diverse um you know, part of, you know, my experience. And so that's the perfect example of how we fostered that and how our, our allyship has been super, super supportive for us. Thanks for sharing
0: that. And I really loved uh, the point you made about um, number one, engaging allies, but also having allies show up and support because it, you know, it, it may be the BBSA, uh, but allies certainly play a role in that. So I'm, I'm glad you called that out. Um, Rosa, I wanted to go over to you to kind of ask you the same question, just in terms of you know, uh, your club and organization, which um, I'm sure there's going to be some similarities in terms of the missions um, is similar, but there might be some differences as well in terms of the things that you do. So anything else that you want to add from your perspective?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to equity, I think the reality is that across business schools, uh, Latino students are underrepresented, Latino, Latina, Latinx. And so a lot of what we do and a lot of what we spend our time doing is to really increase diversity. And that's by helping uh, Latinx applicants see themselves at these institutions um, and be able to, to want to be a part of these communities. Uh, so that we're spending a lot, and BBSA, I know, does, uh, does a lot of very similar work. Uh, we're, you know, we're making ourselves very available for coffee chats and informationals. Um, we're, you know, a big part of events like Embracing Diversity. So we're really looking to expand what diversity looks like at Anderson. So that's, you know, kind of our, our, our a larger focus. In addition to the pieces about creating community, which is, you know, the fun part, getting to celebrate, um, you know, just how much of an impact, uh, Latinos and Latinas have had on American culture, like you can't go a week now without seeing Bad Bunny and J Balvin, like on the top 40. And you know, Taco Tuesday is an essential part, uh, like, of like American culture now and those are really wonderful and amazing things that we get to celebrate while also educating about, you know, the pieces that are more challenging, like the challenges of being undocumented and how that can be a barrier to a lot of students as they're wanting to pursue higher education or looking at, you know, there's, there's highly politicized conversations about who is worthy and who is not worthy. And so getting to really educate and inform about, one, the diversity of experiences, like even within Latinos, you know, we are not monolithic, you know, come from a lot of different, countries speak a lot of different languages. Um, so getting to getting to really uh, contribute to, to people's education about that is really special. Um, and then one last point that I'll make about inclusion. So we've gone back and forth a lot. So we actually, within the last few months, just went through a name change. Um, we, uh, we didn't used to have alliance in our name. Uh, we used to just be an association and we didn't have Latinx in our name, we were Latino. And so this really came about from a conversation on are we projecting The most inclusive name that we can. Um, In Spanish as you might know uh, Latino is a gendered word and there's a lot of conversations about is this truly inclusive of women and is it inclusive of people who are not on the gender binary and so for us it was really important that okay Latinx is not a perfect term but it is the most inclusive term that we have right now and so you know we voted on it we put we put it to our our members and our alums and this is what really came out as as being important. And the same was true for Alliance. Um, you know, we're a relatively small club, uh, reflective of the fact uh, that there are uh, very few numbers of uh, de- Latinos with domestic experience in the United States. So it was really important for us to include allies in our name because, I mean, I think our board, for example, is really reflective of that. Our, our VP of admissions is a, a wonderful woman named Anna Wildie, and she's a white woman. Um, and, you know, she really stepped up to help us Make sure that we had the manpower necessary to keep our club running when we didn't necessarily have the numbers to do it uh, on our own as a community. Um, so, really, really celebrating that and making sure that we're being as inclusive as possible, even being a, an organization that serves diverse candidates and diverse students.
0: Thank you for that, and I, I, I do notice a sense of intentionality behind the and thoughtfulness behind the the decisions that you're making, which I think is a great thing. So, uh, Genevieve, I wanted to go over to you as well, just um, anything from your perspective that you want to add um, from being uh, president of the WBC?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, Rosa and Austin definitely touched on a lot of the important work that's happening on the identity side. Um, The WBC is actually a really interesting club because we're first and foremost a professional club. So we're focused on... Um, you know, not only fostering an inclusive community, but also making sure that we're equipping all of our members with the resources to become inclusive business leaders um, at Anderson as well as beyond. And so we we have programming that aligns with three main pillars, which are tight knit community, intersectionality and inclusion, as well as professional empowerment. Um, So we have events that are focused on, you know, empowering women in industry. So we'll have events like women in finance networking events and things like that. Um, We also have professional development workshops to um, help bolster women's um, perceptions around things like negotiations and imposter syndrome, as well as financial wellness. We also have um, programming that specifically targets our allies. Um, So we'll have no-judgment fireside chats to try and increase the understanding about things like gender equity issues, as well as um, implicit biases that exist. Um, And we also put on allyship workshops to just bolster all of our abilities to uplift all women. Something that I'm also specifically really attuned to is um, making sure that we're showcasing a diversity of successful women as speakers. Um, So I want to make sure that all of our current and prospective uh, women identifying students can see themselves succeeding at Anderson as well as in the workplace. Um, And then something else that we focus on is really striving for gender parity at Anderson, Um, So we have programming that's also focused on, you know, championing our future generations of women leaders um, through, you know, prospective student outreach, and we have an annual Women's Weekend as well. And then the last thing that I will mention is we, every year, organize Anderson's largest conference, which is the uh, Velocity Annual Women's Leadership Summit. And that's just a wonderful day that brings together you know leaders and allies to celebrate the power and impact of women and uh, really come together to explore ideas for a more equitable future in business and society.
0: That's great. And I think one of the underlying themes I take away from all of the clubs that you have is that. Um, Particularly for prospective students, um, you know, when you're a prospective student, I mean, you're back home in your own community, like you have your community, you have your friends, you have people who you can identify with through some shared uh, group and meeting. Um, That desire around community doesn't go away when you step into business school. If anything, it becomes even more important because you're starting from scratch. And so, clubs like yours really play a role in facilitating that community, however, you choose to identify with a certain club in a specific way. And so, uh, I think all of your clubs play a critical role just in in helping um, facilitate that community. And so uh, for prospective students who are listening out there, these are the reasons why, particularly in a time like this, where you may not be able to visit campus, um, why you should be engaging um, with these clubs and these leaders. Um, So thank you for sharing a little bit about that. Um, Galen, I want to go a little bit over to you, just kind of taking a little bit of a a higher up perspective from the Anderson Student Association. Um, You obviously work with these club leaders on a lot of different things, but just from your own perspective, from the Anderson Student Association perspective, you know, what are you working on um, with respect to diversity, equity, and inclusion this year, or, or what's something that you're excited about um, that uh, you are, are, are focusing on for this upcoming year?
3: Sure. Yeah, I think um, I, my favorite part about the role is that um, I get to work with like people like Rosa, John B., and Austin, who, um, you know, get to say all the amazing things for me. I, you know, what I mean, like, I just kind of make sure to amplify their work. <laughs> so uh, my job uh, is kind of easy in that respect. But Um, specifically, like if we look at, uh, you know, broad stroke, what Anderson is doing, like what I'm doing in my role, um, I think I kind of break it down into three main parts. Um, one I think is, you know, working directly with these identity clubs and providing visibility and amplification for their efforts. Um, so that means, you know, whether it's lobbying for more funding, uh, for some of the initiatives that they're looking for on campus, or they're looking to do on campus, whether that's, um, Making sure that uh, we bring awareness that, you know, those who don't necessarily identify within a specific group are still uh, able to access and uh, hear about uh, the great things that these identity clubs are doing. Um, so that's, that's one of my, like, my favorite parts is just getting to amplify all the great work um, that all of our identity clubs get to do. Um, Secondly, uh, I'm starting to look at uh, just ways of how we can amplify and provide more visibility to uh, underrepresented groups just in business school. Um, I mean, traditionally and historically, uh, business school has been catered to white men, right? Uh, You know, in terms of uh, just who's attended like in the past decades and so. Um, And so um, my work is dedicated to uh, or I like I have a commitment to uh, making sure that those who want to go to business school, regardless of how you identify, are able to and feel comfortable here. Um, and so what that means is uh, number one, looking into ways to bring more underrepresented um, or people from underrepresented groups uh, to Anderson uh, through funding, like through the, uh, the consortium and different scholarship efforts, making sure that we have a, a sizable budget to bring uh, students from all across the world uh, to Anderson. Um, and then also thinking about the faculty as well, like what can we do uh, to make a more, um, a more diverse um, faculty that, uh, that reflects uh, the world around us, right? And so making sure that uh, there are representatives from all different identities uh, within that group as well. Um, and then also looking at um, you know let's say the uh, the classes specifically and the faculty, what can we do to integrate uh, let's say cases right or or just different things uh, within the uh, the curriculum or the curricula to uh, basically provide the most well-rounded um, education that we can to our students right? Not every organization that you're going to uh, uh, that you're going to come into contact with is um, owned solely by a big entity or a predominantly white entity, right? Uh, There are Black-owned businesses, Latinx-owned businesses, uh, women-owned businesses. And so uh, we want to bring more of the content around those organizations into the curricula that we have here at Anderson uh, to prepare our business leaders and our future hiring managers uh, for, you know, certain situations that, you know, uh, come up when you're working with such a diverse uh, team, Or, you know, like if you're trying to kind of lead the the best team possible, you need to lead the most diverse team possible, both in uh, identity and in thought. Um, so those are my kind of three main things, like with the school uh, that I get to work on on a regular basis. Uh, one thing that, uh, you know, if you if you go to Anderson, you've heard me talk about at nauseum is embracing diversity. And uh, I know that we're going to get into that a little bit later, but that's also taking a fair amount of my time. And it's a, a conference dedicated to uh, kind of kind of going over a lot of these things that I've um, I've kind of referenced um, and bringing prospective students to Anderson or at least kind of giving them, um, at least this year, a virtual platform to learn a little bit more about the diversity initiatives that we're doing at Anderson. So um, I stay busy, but uh, like I said, it's a a really great team and uh, I get to, you know, attend all of these really great events. So I really love the work that I get to do.
0: No, thanks for breaking that down for us. Uh, it definitely sounds like you all keep busy, but uh, definitely you, Galen, it sounds like you're pretty busy as well. And what what I heard there, too, is, is two things. Number one is how do we make this experience um, uh, more accessible, right, uh, for people, particularly the underserved uh, or those who maybe have been excluded in the past, and so that's great. And, you know, there's great programs like there, like you mentioned, with Consortium, you know, the Reardon Fellows, um, Forte, um, national black there's uh so many great Ramba like so many wonderful organizations out there who are working to try to uh fight the same fight that you're fighting and so that's really phenomenal so it's really making that that education accessible but then the other aspect what I'm hearing is that all right well once we make it accessible we need to make sure it's actually diverse inclusive and equitable when they get here right and so uh being able to 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 thread both of those uh, things, I think is a really, um, it's a really great way to kind of shape the role. And I know each of you kind of play a role in both of those, um, in both of those aspects. So the one area I did want to drill down into, because um, you all are students and you all are experiencing this each and every day is, I would just also love to hear what it's like uh, for, for, from some of you, just in terms of uh, the, the culture at Anderson, from your perspective, um, you know, culture gets thrown around a lot. I think we all know it's important, but sometimes it feels a little fluffy right? Um, it seems like a little bit of a, a buzzword. Um, so can, I would love to kind of break it down a little bit. And so um, let's start with you, Austin, again. Um, uh, would you mind maybe sharing a little bit about maybe like a positive experience you've had just in terms of the culture at Anderson where the what the culture is really came to life for you or really you kind of had an experience where it was like, oh, this is really what Anderson is is all about?
4: Yeah, um, the at, a culture at Anderson is why I came to Anderson, like I, you know, experienced it in my conversations with students before I came, you know, coming to embracing Diversity, which Galen's doing an amazing, amazing job planning. I went to it two years ago, and I really got a taste for this, you know, we kind of like joke about it, but sharing success is really embedded and weaved into like everything we do. So I have, I, like, I was just sitting there writing down like a, a whole laundry list of examples that I could, I could talk to. Um, but you know, putting an epi-diverse inclusion wrapper around what I'll talk about. Uh, I'll talk about Black History Month. Last year in February, uh, it was just an amazing time and it was right before COVID. So uh, we really appreciate it now, <laughs> looking back on it. Um, but there were so many different events that we were able to do um, during that month and the support that we got, uh, that we re- received from administration For professors and just our students was really really awesome, and they just they just wanted to see us you know succeed in some of the things that we did for that month. Uh, We did many different events, from allyship uh, 101 event, and just getting different clubs together, um, like Alma, uh, like Auda Anderson, just talking about what it you know we talk about allyship. The 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 buzzword is kind of thrown thrown around. Um, But what does that actually mean? And how do we put that into practice? What are some uh, case studies or um, walk through different examples of like when an ally, when allyship is needed? So that was an amazing, amazing conversation that we had. We had another uh, screening that I think there's a week, like a film week at uh, UCLA. And so one of the films that we did um, as part of Black History Month was the screening of Dear White People, um, which, you know, highlights a lot of elements of like what it, means to go to a PWI predominantly white institution as a black person and some of the different uh, things you have to navigate and just like a really good example of like what our experience could be like going to a school like Anderson, whether it be undergrad or a business school and just having a conversation around that. And then on Thursdays, we usually have these events called Anderson Afternoons where it's just a great time, you know, for an hour for students to come together and um just you know have free food um just hang out talk after a long week and we were able to do like a takeover where we got, went to a local soul food place here in la um bring the like, free food from there and just um play some cool music um give t-shirts out and just i mean I, I just think like the obviously it was a great event but i think the amount of support that we got in terms of whatever we wanted to do whatever kind of food we wanted whatever um you know people are asking us like know what kind of music and stuff like that like just the support that we got from our community but just so i didn't really expect i thought it was just going to be for the black students you know the food that we have just like the hangout but everyone else like was really what made made it so so important that kind of highlights um the sharing success and you know in Anderson Afternoons it wasn't you know not just us like throughout the year we had like an international food day where all these you know clubs can bring you know food from their cultures we uh, celebrate different you know cultures like Um, Yeah, we had an event around Diwali, I think, back uh, last last year. And it was just those kind of things are what what I really appreciate about coming to business school, just, you know, seeing, highlighting different cultures, meeting people, supporting, like, uh, we get supported during Black History Month, and then we support, you know, another club or another culture during another time. And that I, you know, that's one time where I really appreciated coming to Anderson. I really felt like this is a great highlight of our culture.
0: Thank you for sharing that. And there's so many great examples. Uh, Rosa, I want to go over to you. Anything more you want to add that really you think embodies the Anderson culture in a, in a positive way for yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm going to take it to the personal level. Uh, we call ourselves the Ander Fam for a reason. And a lot of that, you know, we'll, we'll throw around jokes like, oh, yeah, it's hashtag share success. But we really mean that. And it's, it is very important to us. I was recruiting for a healthcare role and had a case interview that was coming up for myself, but I had never done a case interview, had not prepared for doing anything like that and was very overwhelmed by the prospect of possibly losing out on something because I hadn't done anything like this before. And I reached out to two friends who had recruited for consulting and so were like experts at casing. And just, I mean, I had probably like two weeks to kind of make all of this happen. So they sat with me two weekends in a row. We probably did 14 hours of work um, over the course of two weekends uh, to get me feeling really prepared for this. And there was like no strings attached. It wasn't like, oh yeah, like I'll get you back later. It was very much like, we want to see you succeed. And I just have so many stories like that, where we're looking out for each other as a community, making sure that we're okay. And that's been so special to be a part of and to to know that whenever I'm working through something or whenever I'm struggling with something, someone has my back, um, and that's been really, really special. And then from the sort of like general, uh, general student body, uh, after the murder of George Floyd, I think there was a lot of sort of consternation about what do we do with this energy right now. Um, and you know, we were headed into the summer; like there wasn't any formalized Anderson spaces for us to be really doing anything, having these conversations. And a few student leaders from campus uh, got together and said, you know what, we need to create a space for us to keep talking about this because like, yeah, people are, you know, all over the place, like in their, in their internships, but we need a space to keep talking about this. And so out of, out of this conversation developed uh, what is now anti-racist working groups, and it was, it's a completely new initiative. Uh, I hadn't existed at Anderson before And at first I was a little hesitant. I'll be totally transparent because I, you know, was of the opinion, you know, or is anybody even want want to want to participate like everybody's so busy and like these are really heavy topics you know to be coming back to on a regular basis but I was so impressed with one the amount of participation that we had from students over the summer uh, but also for the desire to continue this engagement uh, into the academic year Uh, we're now in our second iteration of anti-racist working groups and are are sort of uh, starting to work on incorporating our, our incoming first year students and it's just been very very hope inspiring, because I definitely had this notion that, oh, like, do business students really care about race issues? Like, you know, does, you know, does the average, you know, straight, white, cis, male business student, you know, really care about issues that don't, that don't directly impact and affect them. And I've just been so impressed. I've been so blown away by the amount of curiosity and openness to be challenged on your beliefs. And that's been, that's been a really wonderful, wonderful space to sort of, you know, see it from the organizing perspective, and then to also be participating and get a lot of those reflections from folks.
0: Thank you for sharing those stories. I think they're both great. On the, on the first story, um, one of the things I always, you know, tell prospective students when they're thinking about, you know, what kind of school should I choose? And I always tell them, hey, listen, like business school is going to have a lot of highs and lows. So when you're looking at schools, you got to ask yourself, like, who are the people you want by your side when you're going to go through those tough moments, right? Like, who do you want to be in the trenches with, so to speak? Not to scare you, because business school is great, but no, there's 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 tough moments, um, there's the challenging moments, and and so 14 hours of casing with some 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 other people is probably one of the more challenging ones. But it's but it sounds like you chose the, the right people to be in the trenches with. And you know, the second thing I was just going to say is that uh, it's it's wonderful to hear that the, you're already on the second iteration of the anti-racist working groups and. Um, it's also wonderful to hear that there are people, um, or in some, a lot of cases, new people who are who are committed to putting in the work, right? And I think um, there have been a lot of people, many of you presume, who, who have been putting in the work for a long time. Um, but it's nice to have new faces who are who are coming to the table as well. And, and it's nice to know that there are students in MBA programs who who are willing and committed to doing that, um, because that you know even if it's one person that that's that is important. Um, you know that 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 is important. Um, and on, on this notion of um, you know, diversity and equity and inclusion, um, and in, in the spirit of um, uh, kind of bringing this together and talking about it, um, I know that there's some big events that are coming up. Um, and so, um, Galen, I want to turn it over to you. To t- you, you, you gave us a preview of it uh, a few minutes ago, but um, tell, us, tell us what you got planned and, and, and what you're excited about for it.
3: Sure. Yeah. Um, so, embracing diversity is a uh, is an initiative that Anderson does. Uh, that's basically a speaker series throughout the year. Um, so we just uh, basically source a bunch of different speakers from diverse backgrounds, have them talk about their experiences with equity and diversity and inclusion at their respective organizations, um, just to kind of shed light on some of the work that you can do or that is being done um, around the business world. Um, The culmination of those efforts is Embracing Diversity Week, uh, which is a a week-long event where um, we bring a bunch of different speakers uh, each day, uh, all sourced and, um, and run by the different clubs on campus. So, uh, say for instance, the retail business association has uh, something on—I don't know—like has something on, um, I don't know, like has something on uh, cultural appropriation in fashion, right? Or the uh, the um, the um, and or, excuse me, andertech has. A, uh, has a discussion with the head of product inclusion uh, for Google, right? So we have a bunch of these speakers who are coming to talk about their experiences of like integrating uh, their diversity efforts into the work that they do and showing that there's a very clear connection between between what we're doing in business. It's not, uh, business isn't necessarily like in its own kind of monolith. It's got all of these different factors and uh, EDI is one of the big portions of that, especially in uh, you know, our day and age. Um, so it's mostly uh, focused towards uh, at least the week, the Monday through Thursday is to current students and, uh, and alum uh, with Friday and Saturday being focused on uh, prospective students. That, that being said, this year, the prospective students are actually able to uh, attend all of the week, ma- mainly because you can just log in from home. We're doing it full, uh, fully virtual this year. Um, but yeah, through Monday through Thursday is gonna be the lecture series where there's a bunch of different events. Friday, we have a full host of events, including a, a keynote speaker Excuse me. That uh, is like kind of the culmination of the week's efforts as well as uh, like a mock class for prospective students, um, an alumni panel. Um, I'm, I'm actually even doing a presentation on just like our, um, our uh, initiatives around mentorship. Um, so yeah, hopefully I don't get stage fright for that with all, with all the people there. Um, but yeah, no, I think that the, uh, embracing diversity week, like Austin said, it's, it's one of the things that kind of, uh, pushed me over the hump in terms of like applying to Anderson, uh, simply because of like the visibility, and I, I use this word a lot just because I think that it's important that we keep this at the forefront of our minds. Um, and uh, the work that we do at Anderson uh, to make sure that you know that EDI should be integrated into all of the efforts or every like industry that you go into um, that's available. is uh, is super important and uh, and just super valuable here. So um, we'll be working uh, throughout the week just to kind of put on that programming. Um, The application is actually up for prospective students. uh, So you can actually find that on Anderson's website. It's very easy to find. Um, It's got uh, a little blurb from me on there and uh, and the rest of my team um, and gives you a little bit more about these scheduled events. And soon it will be populated actually with the speakers. We've just secured uh, all of the speakers uh, for each day, which I'm super excited about. Um, the, uh, the Friday and Saturday, like I said, is focused to uh, current, or excuse me, uh, prospective students. But that being said, like, even if you're not necessarily thinking about applying to Anderson this year, um, or you're not thinking about applying to business school this year, you can definitely still attend. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a, it's been uh, quite an undertaking, like switching it all virtual. Usually we focus on uh, maybe 100 to 150 prospective students. Uh, we've already, we're projected to go way over that simply because you don't have to fly to L.A., um, so, uh, so we have way more uh, attendees this year uh, from prospective students to current students to uh, just people who are interested in the EDI space uh, who plan on stopping by. And um, yeah, it's from um, November 16th through the 21st, uh, pretty much each day from 1130 to one and then a, uh, a block from 530 to seven. So it's basically a lunch break. And uh, right after you get out of work, uh, Friday is a full programming day. So that's from 9 a.m. to about 430 p.m. And then Saturday is a half day. Um, so yeah, uh, feel free to uh, reach out to the, well, uh, you know, for the prospective sp- students who are listening, feel free to, uh, to reach out to the admissions office for more information, um, or there's, a, there's an email on the EDI uh, Anderson site as well.
0: Awesome. That sounds super exciting, and certainly I'm sure there's plenty of reasons why this would be amazing in person, but I do think that to your point, one of the benefits of making a virtual is the fact that lots of people can attend. And so that's, that's really phenomenal. And I'm excited to hear that you already have such a great turnout. Um, we'll make sure to put all the links in the show notes so people can find them. Um, I know that you had mentioned some of the other clubs were involved. And so, Genevieve, um, anything that you want to add just in terms of your perspective from, from this week in terms of anything you're excited about or, or what's on your mind?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm personally very excited about the Andertech event, um, but uh, the the WBC and a couple of the other identity clubs are actually also going to be hosting an event during the week, um, which will be an Allyship 101 um, panel discussion. So that'll really be focused on, you know, we're embracing all this diversity. How do we continue to amplify and uplift Um The other thing that I'm really excited about, um, Austin and I, in our other capacity as co-VPs of equity, diversity, and inclusion for the uh, Admissions Ambassador Corps, uh, we're really focused on putting on the admissions-focused programming on Saturday, Um, And as Galen said, you know, this is going to be programming that's valuable to any prospective student, regardless of kind of where you are in your process. Um, We'll have admissions workshops, one focused on like submitting your best application, one focused on, um, you know, how do you make the decision of which school to attend once you've gotten into a couple of schools. Um, We'll also have a number of student panels, um, something focused on first generation students, something focused on equity, diversity and inclusion leadership. Um and then we're gonna have a, an overview about Parker, um, which is you know one of the top-rated career centers. Um and finally we'll actually give folks an opportunity to network directly with our alumni. So um I think that's a really exciting thing for prospective students to, to get to experience.
0: Yeah, this sounds like a you can't miss opportunity for prospective students. So um if you're a prospective student, I'm telling you right now, you should definitely sign up. Um but besides signing up and attending, um, Uh, Last question, maybe Uh, Rosa, um, any advice just in general, I know you do quite a a little bit of work for in, um, in the kind of admissions process, any advice for prospective MBA students out there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So in addition to, you know, the work that I do through Alma I am also the VP of interviewing for the admission ambassadors course so I spend a lot of time uh, thinking about and evaluating and training people to evaluate candidates so uh, absolutely feel feel very prepared to answer this question. general applying to Anderson advice is be super clear on your why MBA and your why Anderson. When we're evaluating candidates, we're really looking for how are you going to fit into our Anderson ecosystem? How are you going to fit into our Anderfam? And so giving your interviewer as many details as you can about how you're going to contribute, like who you're going to be, what type of leader you're going to be. And you know what you want to be involved with. The more details that you can give us and the more you can help us visualize who you as a candidate will turn into as a student, the better. It just helps us get a really clear picture of your motivations, what inspires you, what drives you, and you know, how you're gonna help, you know, make our make our Anderson class amazing. And then more specific advice for Uh, candidates who identify as an underrepresented minority uh, in any capacity um, is to really ask yourself this question about whether you want to buy a pioneer or a settler. I heard this piece of advice uh, from um, a, a consortium leader a couple of years ago now and you have to ask yourself a very real question about what you want your role to be as a URM candidate. Are you willing to go to an institution that maybe has a smaller amount of black students, a smaller amount of Latinx students uh, or a less, um, less openly out community? Like, is that the type of space that you wanna be in and get to be a part of culture change? or do you wanna to go to an institution where there's already a, you know, a more significant portion of URM students, though that's black, Latinx, queer, uh, women, um, whatever that looks like. And there is not a right answer there. Um, it is such a personal choice about what community is gonna help you thrive, but just make sure that you're asking yourself that question about you know what type of work do you wanna be doing? Um, who do you wanna be supported by? Um, or do you wanna do the type of work that helps future generations of students feel Feel more welcome within those spaces and again just really want to highlight that there's not a right answer to that it is such a personal assessment of who you are and how you want to support yourself throughout your business school journey
0: i think that's I, that's a really great insight i mean that's a lot of really great insights but the pioneer versus settler is a great way to frame it and i think this is a great way to kind of wrap this up um uh, thank you all, Fam, for joining me on the NBA Insider Podcast. Uh, for those of you listening out there, make sure to sign up for Embracing Diversity Week. Um, we'll put the link in the show notes. Hope to see you all there. But uh, thank you all so much for, number one, the work that you do on campus, but also for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to uh, the events coming up and also what all the rest of you will do throughout the rest of the year. So thank you so much for, for joining me today.
2: Thanks, Al. Thanks for having us.